Hello, beautiful, and welcome back to Joyfully You podcast. I am your host, Kelsey Lowe, and today we're going to be talking about optimism and about the thoughts that are recycled in our mind. I had read this study and it blew my mind (laughs) because it talked about how 60, 60% of our thoughts that we think today are recycled thoughts from yesterday. And that just kind of shook me because it made me realize like, oh my gosh, how much of this stuff from like one little moment gets um, twisted and turned into a week of feeling depressed. So currently recording this the past 10 days my health has just been like off and on where i was exposed to someone who was really sick and had um covid i don't even want to say it because i just get scared that they're gonna censor me like just being totally open and honest like i have so many friends that have spoken out about things and they've been censored or they've been shut down or they've been muted or things have just magically deleted you know so i don't even like talking about it or going about that topic at all like that's just me being totally open and honest about a fear i have is like my business getting destroyed because i'm sharing about something that i care about so i was exposed to someone who had covid and it's someone that was hanging out with a lot and i was like oh shit okay i trusted my immune system i trusted my body um and i'm gonna take care of myself i'm gonna drink a lot of water i'm going to take my vitamins i'm going to eat a lot of garlic cloves. I'll put garlic in the oven and wrapped in foil and I'll straight eat them on crackers because they have so much antioxidants. But I still got sick. You know, there were still days where I was like, I think I have a fever um, or I just needed to sleep and it would be the middle of the day or just a really, really bad headache. Like it never made, it wasn't debilitating for me because I think this is a third or fourth time I've had it this past year. I mean, I was traveling back and forth with Mexico. There was a couple times where I was like, hmm, I can't taste anything, you know, and I would isolate whatever. But it messed with me because then I started to think how much of this is me actually being sick and how much of this is a placebo effect of me fearing and worrying I might be sick, which is then causing the manifestation of these ailments. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, okay, how much of this is placebo? And or am I actually sick and just in denial because I don't want to be sick? I was overthinking it to death, you guys. (laughs) And I know some of you guys listening to this can resonate with that, especially just the fear of getting sick. It's so real. And especially with this past year of 2020, now coming into 2021, where there's been a lot of messages and from my perspective, a lot of propaganda around health. You know, if we want to lower our immune system, the biggest thing we do is we stay inside, we eat processed foods, we don't get any sunshine, and we stay away from other people. Like that really puts a negative effect on our immune system because we need sunshine, we need community, we need healthy foods. And so this past week, I have been going outside every single day and laying in the sun for like 45 minutes or sitting in the sun or doing my meditation in the sun and just absorbing up all that vitamin C. And because it does so much more for our body than just vitamin, wait, vitamin D. It actually does produce vitamin C as well. Like the sun does so much for our immune system. But the point of this podcast episode is not to make rants as to what to do with your immune system. It's how to manage your mind when you are faced with something that is uncomfortable. So the idea of having COVID was obviously very uncomfortable. I was like, oh my God, I'm not going to be able to hang out 
you know, with people that I want to hang out with. I'm not going to be able to go get my nails done. And it was just this rampage of all the things I can't do versus looking, okay, well, what can I do? Okay, well, I'm I'm actually not that sick. So I can sit down and press record on my podcast. I can sit in the sun. I can clean up my space. I can, you know, I can catch up on Grey's Anatomy because I am so deep in Grey's Anatomy right now. <laughs> you know, and it's just giving myself permission to be. But I have a history in the past, you know, when I find myself feeling physically sick, it messes with my mind. And I think that's everyone. It's it's hard to be physically sick and, and be mentally well. Um, but they play a part with each other, you know? And so I started to think over this past 10 days of, well, how much of me not feeling good is actually because there's an emotional trauma that's stored in my body that's starting to express itself because it's been repressed for so long. How much of this is actually about, you know, me needing to come to a new level of peace and acceptance with where I'm at? And how much of these thoughts are actually just recycled from yesterday that that are ready to be let go, are ready to be released, are no longer needed? And then there's also the surrender and acceptance part of surrendering to the fact that my immune system is fighting and doing the best that it can, surrendering to the fact that I may need to go a little bit slower than how I would like to go, and finding acceptance in the fact that that's okay. That my worth is not based on my productivity, that I have worked very hard the past four years to create my own coaching business that works around me and my cycles, that the things that are on my plate, I am able to show up for, I'm willing to show up for, and I can do it in excellence. And accepting that I'm human and sometimes I need to address these different ailments in the body. If I have a headache, instead of making up a big story about it, give myself what I need. Using my essential oils, checking in if I'm dehydrated, but managing my mind because I think there's like a loop. Like for me, it's been like a depression loop where if I don't feel good, I don't want to do anything. And then if I don't do anything, I don't feel good. Or if I'm sick, so I don't want to, if I'm feeling sick, so I'm like, I just need to rest and watch TV, which isn't very restful. Like it doesn't, one episode, okay. Seven episodes deep up until 1.30 in the morning, that's not rest. <laughs> and I'm saying that because I've been there and I, I get it. And like you and I both know, it's not actually a restful state that it puts us in. It's an escaping avoidance state that it puts us in. And so the questions that I've been asking myself of what have I been avoiding? And I really wasn't sure because I felt like, um, and sometimes we're just sick. Sometimes it's avoidance, but sometimes we're just sick. And that was kind of a come to Jesus moment for me of this past, you know, two weeks is I just got sick. And I get to tend to my body and take care of my body and remind myself that I'm not superhuman, remind myself to have empathy for the other people that feel out of control with their health and affirm and pull out all the tools that I have, right? I got the tools. I got meditation. I got journaling. I know how to set myself up for success in the mornings by, by selecting only three things that are on the priority list to get done and anything else is a bonus. Um, I know which vitamins to take. But we also get to just trust your healing. 
So if you've been feeling sick, if you've been feeling like, or if you've been feeling like there's something in your life that's outside of your control right now and it's driving you crazy because you want it to be one thing, but it's actually another thing. When you come to a state of acceptance, you release all the resistance. So accepting that it is what it is and that you're willing to find peace within it and that you know you can't change it, but you're going to surrender to it will then in turn change it. <laughs> it's kind of ironic. Um, but how do we find peace in it, right? We don't look at it in, we don't look at it through a lens of it should be this way. It's not supposed to be like this. I could be kicking and screaming over these past two weeks saying, I shouldn't be sick. This shouldn't be happening. This is stupid. But what's it doing for me? Nothing. It'll probably make me more sick if I think about it like that. It'll decline and plummet my health rather than help me heal and see that I'm okay. Um, And so our subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between positive and negative, okay? It only looks at the pure context of the words. The universe, the subconscious mind, if you say, I don't want to be sick, all that your mind is hearing and all that the universe is hearing is be sick, be sick, be sick. So we need to reframe that. We need to change the words that we're using to describe what it is that we want. Because what you actually want is to be healthy, is to be healing, is to feel good. So every time you start to have any fears or voices or worries that say, I don't want blank. I don't want to be sick. I don't want to gain weight. I don't want to get pregnant. I don't want this. I don't want that. I don't want this. I don't want that. What do you want instead? I want to be healthy. I want my body to heal. I want to feel in control of my health. I want to be present. I want to be happy. I want to be here, right? I am safe. I am okay. And then we go through a rampage of I am. I am. I am. I am here. I am grounded. I am alive. I am breathing. I am healing. I am. Our mind needs to be managed. And sometimes our thoughts will start going on autopilot that we don't even realize the direction the thoughts are taking us towards. So notice the direction your thoughts are taking you towards. Are your thoughts taking you in a direction of fear, of there not being enough, of things being like doomsday type of thoughts? Or are your thoughts taking you in direction of love and optimism and the belief that it's going to work out and the belief that things are not doomed, they're not messed up, like that things are possible in the direction of of optimism. Notice which direction your thoughts are going. And if you ever feel hopeless, if you feel like I can't, you know, I can't slow the train down, it's too fast, it's, it's going in a direction I already am feeling hopeless or I'm feeling upset or I'm feeling, you know, fill in the blank then you don't have to sit and try and change your thoughts. Instead, distract yourself. Sit down to do something that doesn't require your cell phone. And for example, go put your feet in the grass. Go put your feet on the concrete. Go put your feet on earth. On the earth. Because when we have skin that touches nature, it's an electromagnetic field in the earth that it it calms the body. It's called earthing. It's called grounding. There's science behind it. It's not just hippie stuff. It's real. 
And so if you're anxious and you're stressed out, you're not going to be able to problem solve and think creatively. You're not going to be able to think outside the box because you're going to get the tunnel vision that comes with fear of like feeling like, oh my God, I can't see outside of what's right in front of me and everything feels urgent. It feels like like policemen at the door trying to pound in to get you to make a decision. And when we are in a fear trap like that, we need to slow down. Go for a walk. The four M's that help you shift your energy and shift your focus. The first one, movement. The best way we can do movement is by putting on a song and dancing. Okay? Dance. If you feel like, oh, it's silly, that's stupid, you know, that's just your ego that's trying to stop you from something that will create a sense of relief. Movement can also be going for a walk. And it seems so simple, and it is, but it'll unhook you from the thoughts that are keeping you in this stuck pattern of worry, okay? That's the biggest priority here, not to change things externally, but to change things internally. So we have movement, and you get to choose what that looks like. Maybe it's laying on all fours on the ground and just doing some cat-cow movements, you know, the back bends where you arch your back and, like, lift your shoulders, and then you arch it again and try to push your belly button down. Looking up, maybe on YouTube, looking up five-minute yoga stretches, okay? Don't underestimate or think, oh, that's not enough, so I'm not even going to do it. Five minutes of movement is better than no movement. And remember the point to this is to allow your mind to drop back into your body. So you're not so in the logic, heady space of got to figure this out, but you can got to feel this out. I need to feel this out. Nothing is do or die. I need to take a moment to breathe and recalibrate and come back to my body. So movement is the first M. The next M is mantras, right? And this is a way to shift your energy. But if you're already so stuck in one train of thought, I would save this one for the back pocket unless you've already have experience with mantras and affirmations. If you already have a set of affirmations that you know resonate true for you, that bring you back home, then absolutely use them. The next M is meditation. So meditation is incredible because it stops the resistance. It allows you to, um, connect to your body, to connect to your breath, to connect with the natural rhythm of life around you. You know, if we look at nature, nature's never in a hurry, but everything gets done. All the seasons are, you know, come and go. They're not in competition with each other. And so we get to trust this season of our life and meditation helps us do that. I recommend looking up binaural beats or meditation music and setting the, the, time bar to like the last 10 minutes or the last five minutes or however long you want to do the meditation so you know there's some type of timed element there that you can relax you can sit in a chair you can lay down anything that allows you to unhook from the thoughts and reconnect to your body so we have uh, meditation mantras movement and the last is music put on some music music changes the energetic state of the body and allows you to think new thoughts and so Whenever you're trying to figure it out, remember, it's already figured out. It's always worked out in the past. It'll continue to work out now. And if there's a part of you that thinks, well, it didn't work out in the past, you're alive and you're breathing and you're listening to this. So I know it did work out, even if you don't feel like it worked out the way you wanted it to. Okay. All right. So I'm on a rampage today, but that is the message for today. You get to shift your thoughts if you want to shift your life. 
You get to change how you're talking about something in order to ex- to change what you're experiencing from those things that you're talking about. Because the way that we talk about things truly does matter. And I have been sharing different reels on Instagram talking about some of these things. If you haven't been following me on Instagram, what are you doing with yourself? Come on, come over, say hi. Um, and if you want a free journal prompt on how to set intentions, you can send me a DM on Instagram and just send me a DM with the word intentions. And with that link or with that word, I will reply back with a free journal prompt that will help guide you in setting those morning intentions and feeling on purpose with your day. Okay. I love you so much. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Joyfully You Podcast. I am your host, Kelsey Lowe, and I will see you on the next episode.